Hello and welcome to Art Pop Talk. I'm Gianna. And I'm Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here today for another episode. So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. (laughs) Bianca and I have just been feeling a bit under the weather the past few days, so we just needed to shorten today's episode, but we've still got a lot of great announcements and fun things for you all to check out until we come back next week. Yes. So have you at least been able to watch anything good while you're (laughs) laying in bed? Yes, I have. I guess, you know, that's kind of one of the plus sides, not that we need to dwell on (laughs) being sick in this episode, but it's kind of nice not to feel guilty about watching Mm -hmm. lots of TV. So our cousin this week had been talking at the dinner table about Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, and I didn't know that it was an old show mm-hmm. that Netflix had rebooted. So she'd been talking about this French episode, this episode that's all in French, which got me really excited. And so then Juliana and I actually were able to watch th- the first three episodes together. And they were so good. I kind of forget that I actually really like mysteries. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the thought really kind of turns me off for some reason but then when I start watching it I was asking her a million questions I was like oh my god but what about this what about this what about this like Mm -hmm. who's this guy and could not wrap my head around that this was real Mm -hmm. you know what I mean that's why okay I remember though in high school you loved murder mystery books so you would read them all the time yes and that is a genre of fiction that I like but it's not something that I read really up until college Mm -hmm. but that's why I was surprised so when we were driving up to your apartment I wanted to listen to my favorite murder shout out to the my favorite murder gals I really love that podcast yes and you just I know that you have to be in the right mindset to listen or you know yeah when you're listening to that kind of content but you just were not having it and I was like I think you'll really like it no I I think I will really like it too it's just maybe it's because I was driving and I was really trying to like focus on getting home because that Mm -hmm. was pretty late in the drive I was just like I can't (laughs) I can't deal with that right now yeah I need to listen to something else yeah but yeah I read a ton of murder mystery books in high school yeah you did and I'm ooh, I'm really in the good in the mood now for a new mystery show you know, Ooh, like a yeah. maybe a, uh, a fiction one, not Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I got to finish Unsolved Mysteries. I only watched the first three, so. I haven't started, started it yet. I wanted to, but alas, while I was laying in bed, I just needed to listen to something like repetitive to make me feel like comforted. You yeah. Know? Right. Like psychologically, like just listen to a show that I know what's happening. So I just was binge watching New Girl. Yeah. That's always good too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of sad though that this is the last episode that you and I are going to actually do together in person for the foreseeable future. I'm sad that we're both not feeling well. <laughs> It's really crazy. I hadn't really thought about it till you just said it. I know. Because I feel like we have been able to record so many episodes together, which has been great, but we've known that we're going to have to do it, you know, virtually for a while now, but it 
with quarantine, we were like, surely this is going to be over. Surely, surely. You know what I mean? And then the unforeseeable future just has... Yeah, well, I mean, mean, when we started the ideas for this, we also knew we would have to figure out how to do it apart because that was, you know, when we thought of the podcast, I was already in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. I know, I'm just sad. I'm just so glad that we were able to do it together for this long. I mean, the circumstances are terrible under which that happened. Right. but But I think that we have all, for us... How have you been taking advantage of your time while in quarantine? And like you said, obviously, this time has been hard for everyone. But this podcast has really been helping with our, you know, mental sanity during quarantine and finding a way to keep our brains active and creative. Yeah, and stay connected with people, too. Yeah, absolutely. And learn from other people. Yeah, and I mean, we really hope that that has hopefully been the same experience for our listeners as well. Yeah, But rest assured, I mean, now that we have such a good flow going, we will still be bringing you that premium content. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) On a lighter note, I thought last week's episode on Chanel was really fun. What did you think of it? The Chanel episode has been one of my favorites, I think, so far, because I really love a good, like, crash course history lesson, you know, which I felt like was what Jewel did so well, being able to wrap up half a, what was that, half a century of history for us and having it all lead back to one person, Mm -hmm. I just thought was super interesting, and I started to read sleeping with the enemy um a little bit too so yeah really good and so now that i've been reading that book i'm like oh i'm like jewel did such a good job of really taking out those key points from the book yeah and i just thought it was so interesting and i thought you'd all be interested to know that theban said that that was his favorite episode oh wow what what has been your favorite episode overall I I really like the Chanel episode. I know. I thought it was great. And it was really fun doing it with Jewel. Yeah. But I've been going back and re-listening to a lot of the episodes again. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was really proud of the way that we handled our our second episode when we Mm. talked about your master's thesis. Going from the first episode where we were really still trying to figure a lot of stuff out and then leaping into that second episode with full content. Right. I was like, wow, I was expecting a lot worse, but I was like, no, that was actually pretty good for our second one. Yeah, I have also been going back and listening to some of our old episodes, and yeah, I'm really impressed with how much we've grown and how the shows themselves have, I think, just gotten better and better each week. The first episode <laughs> I listened to, and oh boy, that yeah. was rough. I'm so sorry, guys. Thank, Thank you. you so much for staying with us truly, after that. <laughs> truly. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe we put that episode out into, into the, the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> but I really am impressed with us, just how we took that and listened to it yeah. and worked through it and figured out a system that's working better and better. So yeah. let us know, also you guys, if you are liking the flow that we've kind of had recently, if you like the structure of the show, any suggestions. And of course, thank you all for listening too and staying yeah. with us. I mean, we're about 15 episodes in and... Yeah, just a little under. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much (laughs) for all of that. But I agree. I thought the Chanel episode was really fun and 
Jewel did so great, so much research and prep work for the show. She was, was awesome. I'm excited to have her back again. Yeah, and it was also a good moment, I think, loving to learn something from somebody else and being taught that information directly. Yeah. It was, yeah. Just, it was a good craving learning moment. I don't know. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And I also like that we've covered kind of music with Josh and fashion with mm-hmm. Jewel. So I did love the Josh Thoughts episode. Yeah. Jewel told us a funny story about her boyfriend, Matt. We <laughs> mentioned him in the episode. Do you want to tell them? Oh my God. So after we got done recording, Jewel was talking to her boyfriend, Matt, and was saying, oh, you know, I spilled so much tea on the episode. And Matt said, oh no, like you spilled tea while recording on the microphone. (laughs) And oh my God, it was just such a good boyfriends of APT moment. And she was like, no, honey, I spilled that tea. And he just (laughs) didn't understand. (laughs) So... Here at APT, we stan Glossier, and Glossier has a Boyfriends of Glossier account, and hopefully we could get a Boyfriends of APT account. That would be really fun. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Ooh, I like that idea. Uh, They posted something funny today on their Instagram that was like, is this where you purchase a Glossier boyfriend? And they were like taking orders now. (laughs) I need that. Need a Glossier boyfriend stat. Yeah, (laughs) honestly. Well, today is a really exciting day for us at APTHQ. Gianna, do you want to tell everybody what's up today? Yes. So just a reminder that our merch is available for purchase starting today. First merch drop. Merch, 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 merch. No, 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 no. Merch, merch, (laughs) merch, merch, merch. We have felt so overwhelmed by, again, all the support and positive and constructive feedback we have received from our colleagues and, of course, the Art Pop Tarts. Thank you all for tuning in each week. And of course, make sure to check out artpoptalk.com slash shop to order your cute, adorable, just, oh my God, I'm so excited, stickers and magnets. Yes, I am so excited to see all of your merch. So when you get it, please tag us. I want to see how you're rocking it, where you're putting it. Again, the stickers are High gloss, vinyl, dishwasher safe. You can put them on your cute little water bottles. And let us know what kind of merch you all want next. I know Gianna and I have some pop sockets that we've ordered. Some people have asked for some. Let us know what you guys want, what you guys like, any ideas. And we can send them over to our great designer, Sid Hammond. Again, make sure you go check out Sid's work. She's a badass. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Gianna, for the little bit of time that we have left for today, what are we going to talk about? For today's Art Pop Talk, marks our second visit to a museum for Art Pop Talk, and we are so happy to finally talk about a wonderful project we did with the Oklahoma City Museum of Art, where Bianca and I participated in an interview speaking to the impact that the OKC MOA had on us as young adults and how it has influenced our education as well as our careers in the arts. Yes. Yes. So originally in the second half of today's episode, we wanted to be talking about their latest pop art exhibition called 
Pop Power from Warhol to Coons, Masterworks from the collection of Jordan D. Schnitzer and his family foundation. But because we needed to shorten it for today, we will be covering that part of the episode for next week. Yes. But we still have some awesome art news for you all today. So some really exciting news for the Oklahoma community or people visiting the OKC area. If you haven't heard yet, the OKC MOA is now offering free admission for people 17 years of age and younger, which is absolutely incredible because it is making art free and accessible to young people. Yeah. For anyone from young children to families looking for places to take the kids or high schoolers who are curious about art, this will make a huge impact for families, friends, caregivers, educators, and anyone wanting to introduce and promote the arts and culture to young people in our communities. So we could not be more grateful and thrilled to promote this new initiative and have been given another outlet to speak about a shared mission with the Museum, which is all about accessibility and helping to get people comfortable inside a museum or gallery space. I'm so excited about this. Back in May, we were digging through some of our old art portfolios because we were going to actually look for some Imagination Express artworks from our elementary school. If you're new to Art Pop Talk, Imagination Express was an arts initiative program that our mother started at our elementary school. So we talk about it a little bit in our Mother's Day episode, but we found these little pictures in our portfolios that we actually drew while we were in the OKC Museum of Art, and I posted them on our Instagram, and then someone from the museum reached out to us about doing an interview with them. Yes, so... We were fortunate enough to be able to go into the museum and speak with Zach Fowler about our experiences growing up in Oklahoma and how the OKC Museum of Art has really been there for us throughout our upbringing and how we feel so connected to that space. Right. We've talked about how Gianna and I kind of feel this ownership over Mm -hmm. the Oklahoma City Museum of Art and Whenever we go to any other art museums that remind us of home, it's kind of like, what's that doing here? And <laughs> Right, exactly. If you go into a museum somewhere else around the country that has a Chihuly, yeah. I'm like, oh, you got nothing. Yeah, you got nothing <laughs> our Chihuly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Essentially, the museum for us was a space that we were fortunate enough to attend quite often growing up. Our mom was able to take us there a lot when we were kids, and even as we grew up, we went there a lot for school, we took our friends there, we would meet family at the museum cafe for lunch, and all of that translated to our home life, which I think is really important, how conversations about our days and art took place a lot at home or even with friends. I mean, us just being able to go to the museum a lot was what we did, and for people in the future being able to take their friends there and go with their friends, I think is also a really important way to grow an arts-based community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, we were really fortunate enough to be able to do this regularly. But something we talked about was how this free admission for people under 17 
is going to mean so much for families and educators because a lot of educators want to get kids into the museum by requiring that they go for class assignments. And while this is a great idea in theory, it's really not always easy for kids and students to get access to those places financially. Then, hopefully, if more kids can get access to the museum, it means that those conversations can be translated to other environments. If we have some new listeners here, Gianna and I also kind of wanted to reiterate some of the goals of the podcast, which are really just about accessibility. We want to make art and artistic conversations easier to tackle, and hopefully within these episodes, you all can relate to something or recall something else and think about art in our daily lives and art in whatever kind of pop culture environments you may be surrounded in. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who are familiar with some of the language and conversations we have on the podcast, we hope we are adding to and helping to fuel your already creative and curious minds. But for those of you who have come here to be introduced into those artfully minded conversations, so you can later on take these concepts into a museum, classroom, or conversational setting, we hope to be a platform that caters to not only different ways of thinking about history and relationship to the world around us, but we hope to be an educational tool to help facilitate these different ways of learning and absorbing information. So for myself, especially school was not always something that came supernaturally to me. And there were a lot of times where I just felt so done with the idea of learning new things Mm -hmm. which is just crazy to to think about now for myself because I just I simply wasn't getting it and I didn't understand why it was always so hard for me at some times the flexibility I had within art is largely part of the reason why I went into a BFA program in college where I finally felt excited and began to love learning again because the beauty of my degree was getting the freedom to not only research topics that I wanted to talk about, but I was also being taught about art through different interdisciplinary approaches. So I was not subjected to only one way of learning or one way of thinking or even one way of creating. We know from experience that we don't all absorb information the same way. So I think this podcast can really be a helpful catalyst for young adults who need to learn through non-traditional forms of education. Absolutely. So if you go follow the Oklahoma City Museum of Art, you can watch the video that we did. And we just wanted to thank the museum staff for letting us come into the space and thank Zach Fowler for all of his work with us, for speaking with us, and allowing us to talk about a place that we really just adore. If you are in Oklahoma City currently and feel like you can get out for a little bit, the Oklahoma City Museum of Art is currently open with lots of great safety precautions in mind. 
when Gianna and I went to the museum, we were able to see the Pop Power show. Mm-hmm. And when we did the interview, it was our first time, I mean, really going out at all. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time going back to a museum since COVID, which was kind of such an interesting and familiar experience. Yeah, it was, I don't want to say it was surreal. It was like but uncanny. It, I, I missed it so much. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciated everything that the museum was putting into place. Yeah, I felt really safe whenever we were in the exhibition, whenever we were walking around, everyone was wearing masks. It is a requirement to wear a mask if you go to the Oklahoma City Museum of Art now. Yeah, it was so strange because I kind of have this sense of dread anytime I go out in public. I mean, even we've talked about going to the grocery store is like one of my Mm -hmm. favorite weekly activities and now during covid i just dread going to the grocery store it's terrifying grocery stores it's a necessity but it's also one of the biggest risks that you have to take now right and so gian and i felt like we should try going to the museum and it was actually really great it wasn't crowded Mm -hmm. everyone was really respectful keeping social distance in place and it was so nice just to look at some new things really you know you're you're kind of looking at the same artwork that you have (laughs) either online or in your house for months Mm -hmm. and then to step out into a new space where I felt I felt safer than I do going to the grocery store. Oh honestly. yeah, absolutely. Because the amount of people in the space are being controlled, and again, that requirement for everybody to wear masks. And if you would again like to visit this exhibition and like to visit the museum, you can also go ahead and order that ticket online, so you can receive your your slot essentially. Yes, the museum on their website says, "quote." Ultimately, it is our obligation to rethink the museum experience with social distancing practices in mind, putting these and other new measures in place so that our visitors can once again experience great works of art in person and on the big screen. And then, of course, it's always subject to change. But if you're interested in going, it was a fantastic exhibition And if you're in Oklahoma, we are going to be talking about this exhibition next week. Yes, so you can find the video we did with the Oklahoma City Museum of Art online. You can follow their social media as well. And please don't forget to check out our merch up and available today. Yes, I'm so excited to see everyone and their new merch Thank you guys so much for putting up with us this week. I know this episode is a little bit weird, (laughs) but we appreciate your patience with us. And we're so excited to come back next week to talk about more pop art and the Oklahoma City Museum of Art. Yes, absolutely. And with that, we will talk to you all next Tuesday. Stay healthy, everyone. Bye. Bye.